How the hell are you professionals? Stop waffling, man, and play the intro music. 62 years. And you want me to decide when I've lived 15 <laughs> out of yeah. 80 years? Yeah, that's true. Obviously, there is a certain level of money that you'll need mm-hmm. to live a comfortable life. Yeah. To probably achieve that first. Mm-hmm. And then from then on, it's really not not the be-all and end-all. I'd love to start a business, but I don't think I'm capable of doing a good business. But the only way to actually figure that out is starting businesses and failing them or succeeding yeah. in them. Mm-hmm. But it's just the idea of having to go through all these steps. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to go about... Thinking of it now is stressing me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking, of it, thinking of it now is actually stressing tell. me out. Let's go. Let's back this. again. Back again. Back again. Back again. Oh, oi, oi. Is it good to be here? Always. 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 Always, oh, always have a good time. Yeah. I try to anyways. You try to. Yeah. Actually, actually, I might do that for another quote, but I did hear a quote about trying. Uh-huh. I don't okay. on my phone, actually, but I completely forgot until right now. But different inspirational quote for today, but... I'll keep that in the bank. Oh, oh, before we get on to that, well, thank you guys for coming back again. Yes, for really me. appreciate you. Nice, nice. We see your views, all of you, mm-hmm. coming through. You know, we're, uh, we're we're doing quite well. I may say so myself. Really? Five episodes. Yeah. I swear that not... Keeping consistent. Not every, well, not every podcast gets to five episodes. Yeah, not every. Most people don't make it past three. Yeah, we made it past three. Overcoming that barrier. Yeah. Because, oof, I think, you know me, I want to be a serial podcaster. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I tried two other ones. One of them, I think I just hit three. I might have just hit three. No, three or four. I just uh-huh. hit four. Right, right. And that took a while. But that was not really a serious one. That was an inconsistent post yeah. because it's really just a vlog of like a, like a diary I keep mentally of my mums. Other one. Other one. I think I released one episode randomly on YouTube. Never was, again. Never again. Damn. Never again. So that, that one's for the stats. One for the statistics. But yeah, just wanted to step pad. Yeah, well, focus on this one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us. You know, yeah, really appreciate your time. Yeah, so please like if it's, when this eventually gets to YouTube, like mm-hmm. subscribe. Exciting news about new YouTube. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. A, we got an editor on the books now. Yeah, yeah. Instead of me doing nothing. Yeah, we can now uh, expect high quality. Yeah, edits. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah, we might even see something on the shorts on the TikToks. Oh yeah! Might catch us on different types of video media now. Oh, Short media, long form media, crazy. Could be everywhere. Remember when it used to be called IGTV? Yeah, yeah. Throwback. Yeah, little throwback. Throw yeah, good times. Yeah. Actually, I don't think I ever went on IGTV. I went on it by accident once. So I was like, "What is this?" Yeah, it's it just yeah. Look like long stories. Yeah, yeah. They, they were like so not just they were like reels, but long. Yeah, long day. So it was like a longer version of TikTok. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're like ten minute posts on it. I'm not surprised it didn't take off. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, thank you for joining us, Spotify listeners. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you greatly. Been in here from the beginning, beginning, because the YouTube videos are delayed. Podcast, sorry, pod, the podcast app listeners. Mm-hmm. There are people on there as well now. Oh, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Got, we've got a few listeners from there, and we've got one from Amazon Music. Oh, shout out. Oh, shout out Amazon shout Music. Shout Amazon Music listener. Oh, you're great. You're a great guy. You're a great guy. Great guy. Does Amazon Music allow comments? I don't know. But if it does, should. leave a comment. Tell us why, how you found it. Honestly, I'm that's pretty cool. I'm impressed. Yeah, I appreciate you greatly for that. But yeah, shout out to all people listening. Be interactive with us. Leave a comment. Leave mm-hmm. a like. Leave a subscription. Follow the Spotify. Give a five star rating. All the good stuff. And and positive comments. Honestly. And maybe negative ones. No, no. Well, yeah. constructive ones. Let's not say negative. Constructive criticism as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, gra- that's always greatly appreciated. And yeah, so let's let's get cooking.
started with the, the quote. The quote. Okay, so um, this quote is in line with the topic today, which is how do I, how the hell do I deal with career myths mm-hmm. or career misconceptions? Yeah. But yeah, so this one is a quote by Mark Twain. I've heard the name before. I don't know why he's famous. I The, the name sounds very familiar. But I just like the quote and it was Mark Twain. So here's the quote. The problem with the world is not that people know too little, but they know so many things that just aren't so. So really what that means is like the problem isn't that you're like you're ignorant to things. Mm-hmm. It's that you believe you know something, that, but you don't. Yeah, And that's just a misconception. That's right. the definition of a misconception, really. Mm-hmm. It's something that you think is a certain way that isn't. Yeah. And I feel like that quote aligns perfectly with what we're going to discuss today. It does. That's quite a good quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that one. A great find by me. But... <laughs> Humble. Um, yeah. Well, I'm about to go on to Fraud Watch and then... Yeah, like, exactly. I, I'm looking forward to this. You know, there's, always, there's always that humility mm-hmm. for Fraud Watch. Mm. Back on the Fraud Watch, Mike. Back on the Fraud Watch, After Mike. a short interruption from me. Yeah, yeah. A short stint from, from yeah. my boy, Jeremy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now, you know me, back to cooking. Chief fraud. Back, back to at cooking. It. Back to cooking. Mm. And I know you like to eat it up. Absolutely. So. CFO. Back yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, cool. You, I think you already know this story mostly. So this is just for you people. Mm-hmm. The, the few pre- listeners that are here right now that appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So I had like, in like, because I'm on a grad scheme currently. It's like a rotational one. So I can rotate through teams and it's up to me to find the next rotation. So you do that by reaching out to people of different teams. Mm-hmm. And I reached out to uh, the investment management team within my company. And they're very small. I think there's like four people and they're all very high level. It's the chief, it's the it's it's C-suite and like VP under, it's like, that's it, C-suite mm-hmm. and VP. So I sent an email out to mm-hmm. the chief, Yep. to the chief and go, um, replied we set up a coffee catch-up <laughs> yeah yeah so and the way i understand coffee catch-ups is they're quite light-hearted you know we just informal yeah very informal just talk about i don't know what we really talk about i okay the way i went into it i expected all i would do was ask questions and mm-hmm. the chief would just reply and let and like let me know yeah fair enough. That's, that's what i thought but that was not how it went not what you expected that was not how it went it was really just an interview of a coffee yeah that and i hadn't prepared at all like at all i like yeah. at yeah. all mm-hmm. i you don't understand how rattled i was when mm-hmm. we sat when she you know bought bought my tea mm-hmm. bought her coffee yeah sat down and the first thing she said is why do you want to get into investment management you didn't even have a waffleable answer i did because you know me top waffler of course so no like so and so it was like that, and it was like it was. I was saying, but the thing is, even then, I just talked like why I because I just said why I did want to get into it because I actually do have reasons as to why I like I think it's interesting. Uh-huh. I like this. I like this about it. Right. I was like, cool. But then straight away, another question. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Wait, that's is this an interview. Yeah, that's when I realized. Oh, yeah. this might be an interview. Yeah. And then when I realized that, I realized just how unprepared I was for it. Oh. So I started like crumbling my head. I, I feel like because I was crumbling my head, I started waffling more. Right, yeah. And when you get too much into the waffle, mm-hmm. like when you're too aware of your own waffling, you the other person can understand your waffling. 
They see through it. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt like she saw through it, especially, especially, oh, especially yeah. the points where I would say something and she like tilt her head a little in confusion. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm doing too much now. But yeah, but like got through it, you know, went back and forth. Yeah, then it, then it became it did feel a lot more informal after that because she asked me like those questions that she wanted to, and then I started asking her questions, yeah. and it felt more conversational. Yeah, and you know, I was learning like about her like journey, her family, and things like that. So I felt, and I got I got into it then. Mm-hmm. So that was cool, but I knew I was waffling. Okay, when mm-hmm. she asked where I'm from, okay. And I started talking about Nigeria. Oh man! And I went in depth into Nigeria. I went about like how I, I go there regularly, how it's got worse over time, the 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 corruption issues I believe there are, the signs I saw last time I was there, and then and then this was like for like five minutes because like <laughs> this was like five minutes I went on about Nigeria. Oh, I went on Nigeria for like five minutes. Nah. And and then um, she was like, "Oh yeah, it's been really good talking to you, but we can keep talking, but I actually have to go back because." It was only meant to be like 20, 30 minutes. Uh-huh. So it came to the end and she was like, and then as we were waiting for the lift, she was like, I'm going to be honest to you. When I asked where you were from, I, I, I meant like, where do you live in England? And I was, oh. that was when I was like, Poof, I've been waffling, waffling. Oh. That was when I came to realization that, you know, I might have really messed this up. Mm. And then, and the thing beforehand is because when I met, sent the original email to talk to her, mm-hmm. I was like, I, did, I was quite like, I, I was pretty chill with it. Yeah. Because that's just who I am. I'm like, yeah, just ain't too bad. You know, send the email out to people, yeah. talk to them, do that. And then I started telling people about it. And everyone made me so aware that she was C- C-suite. Yeah. That I just started like, like, oh, wait, am I like doing this wrong? Like, should I not be this like hard about it? So I go into my head like a little. Yeah. And then I was I told people afterwards about what, what went down. And they would be like, don't know about that and yeah. all this. So I, that I was one of those. People. Yeah, yeah. That was so me. yeah. <laughs> so it makes it feel like I mean, I did worse than I thought. And then what happened afterwards? Because uh-huh. at the end she's like, "Oh, yeah, it's been great to talk to you. Just send me your CV yeah. and then um, email me later in the year, to, and I'll check if there's any position open for you." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Nice." So ended well. Then I'll be telling people the story, and they're like, <sighs> "And I'm like, okay, maybe it didn't end well, yeah. but we move anyway." <laughs> yeah. But then what happened is I then emailed her after. And said, okay, it was nice talking to you. I really learned a lot. And here's my CV attached. I didn't attach my CV. Oh, no. I, oh, no. I didn't attach oh, my CV. that instantly increases the fraud watch score. Yeah, yeah. I didn't attach my CV. So what, what I did, I just replied to that oh. email with <laughs> with nothing but the CV attached. Oh. I replied to that email with nothing but the CV attached. And then she replied saying, oh, thank you. Uh, oh... That's a strong fraud watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not my best oh. moment. It's not my best moment. And the thing is, I let it go because I was like, it's cool. But just so you know, I didn't get that placement. <laughs> oh. oh, I forgot you did that last bit. Mm. So, oh, yeah. Should, should, we, should we give you the fraud feedback? Yeah, that's it. That's it. So, How fraudulent was this? This, this, on all the fraud watches we've done so far. Yeah, definitely takes the cake. Yeah, but. By quite a bit because I think the highest we've had so far was um, like a six. I'm pretty like sure. a six. Yeah. So this is that's a baseline for this one. Mm-hmm. But you get extra point for meeting the chief investment officer mm-hmm. and just, just chilling. Yeah, yeah. If it was me, I would have gone in there. You'd have, you'd have blacked out. I, I probably would have <laughs> blacked, blacked out. out. I would have blacked out. Come out and not known what would have happened. 
but I think I would have I would have had like more expectation on yeah. more of an interview type thing. Like uh, I'm I'm gonna meet the chief actuary. Yeah, but I've got probably because of this story, I've yeah. got like a load of questions prepped. Yeah, like a load of different like scenarios in my head about how it can go out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't do any of that. Yeah. I, was, I just went in there and oh. legit just winged it. Just because I just... Because the coffee catchers I'd seen before uh-huh. and heard about before yeah. were extremely light-hearted. Like, yeah. especially within, especially within the company. Uh-huh. Let me move this. It's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially within the company. Like, yeah. they've all been very light-hearted. Uh-huh. Uh, but to be fair, they all lost like five minutes, five, ten minutes. Yeah. But I think yours was a bit different in that you wanted a job for... Yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. But that's because the other, like, placements I reached out to get... Uh-huh. was also very light-hearted they were like okay right like, oh yeah we'd love to have you they didn't ask me any questions really none at all because no, because i remember for one team i wanted to join mm-hmm. cyber security right yeah i i learned about that whole team through like a week of just having calls with each individual okay, sub team within it right and all they did was talk about their team to me because mm-hmm. to get to my actuarial placement i did a technical assessment yeah i didn't I do that on a team's call so you asked me all these things i didn't even get to write things down it was all verbal mm and he just asked me a bunch of questions about competency questions, obviously. Mm. But then it got really technical for like a 15-minute interview. Mm. So I thought it would have been something like that that you would have had maybe. I, see, I wasn't prepared for that because yeah. of how my, all my prior my experience yeah. in the company were talking mm-hmm. to people who are heads of teams. Yeah. They just wanted to like tell you about their team. Right, okay. So it's kind of like a show and tell type Yeah, thing. they'll tell you about their team. They might ask a question like, oh, do you know about this? Yeah, with, um, the, with the idea that you don't. Yeah, with, yeah. With, like, with like expecting you not to know. I'm glad I confused yeah. science. I did know, yeah. but it was like, they were there, they were, ex- yeah, they were yeah. half expecting you like, not to know and then have to explain it. Yeah, like they wouldn't have had a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's but how damn. I thought it would be. Damn. That's, that's got to be like a, an eight. You think so? Okay. That's got to be an eight. Okay. It's, like, it's not a 10, because you still yeah, managed yeah. to, a 10 would have been you didn't answer any questions at all. Yeah, yeah. And then you just, you just flopped. No, I did but that in school least, one time. You, oh. But no, no, I'll say that for another fraud watch story. Oh, then. That, Actually, well. yeah, I'll say that for another fraud watch yeah. story. Yeah, oh, that's dear. a story. Okay. And yeah. in the future, I think we can open up fraud watches to the, to to the public. To public. Send us, send send us, us in a fraud watch story. Yeah, a little DM, a DM on Twitter or something. A DM on Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's yeah, yeah. up. Twitter's up. Gonna make it, gonna get the Instagram up and run it. Instagram will be up. Yeah, and then don't anyone use any other social medias? You, I don't think so. You have to follow. I'm such them, I'm an old sure. man. You have to follow them. I'm pretty sure, and I have Long to follow day. you back to receive it. I'm pretty sure. Okay, yeah, no point. I'm uh, pretty sure. Well, I mean, that's all social media is, but it'll, it'll always be at how the hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or how the hell pod. One of the or HTH pod. Or HTH pod. We'll figure it out and let you know next yeah. week. <laughs> it'll, it'll, come, it'll come up on the screen. Yeah, I yeah. I'll show yeah. you that. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Mm. Cool. Our, our editor will put that. Yeah, up. yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate that, Sean. <laughs> Thanks, man. Nice little shout out to Sean. Yeah. With, with no further ado, after you've rated that an 8 on the fraud scale, unbelievable, by the way. Mm-hmm. Get straight into the article, shall we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the article is about mm. six workplace myths you need to stop believing. Let's go. Let's work, let's work our way through it. So let's start, as we always do, high level, and we'll go into a bit more detail as we go through. Mm-hmm. Number one, eight-hour workdays lead to productivity. I think you and I both know that's not the case. However, we'll carry on. Money is the best motivation. Number three, jump right in, put your head down and get it done. Number four, Mm -hmm. high achievers make great managers. Mm. Number five, 
remote employees are less engaged. And number six, do what you love and you'll never work again. Mm. Like all of these. Mm. So let's get into uh, number one. Yeah, yeah. Eight hour workdays lead to productivity. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> background is yeah. uh, a town in Sweden decided to implement a strict six hour workday for everyone mm-hmm. because they, they believe that uh, employees work more efficiently on less time. Okay. Which I think it makes sense because if I was, no, it makes if sense. I had less time to do everything, I think I'd be more, you're more inclined to do it. Yeah, you're more inclined to do it. Yeah. So, I'm really, I'm probably going to butcher this, but they're mm-hmm. called the the Drogium Group, okay. Drogium Group. Okay. They conducted an experiment to understand the habits of the most productive employees. Surprisingly, employees with the highest productivity didn't work longer hours than their counterparts. They didn't even work full eight-hour days. Instead, the most productive employees took a 17-minute break for every 52 minutes of work. Mm. Built-in breaks and shorter work days actually enable employees to be their most productive. So what it's saying is eight-hour days are not a necessity mm. for productivity, yeah. which everyone seems to think yeah. when you go into a job. And it makes perfect sense because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, I think Bill Gates mm. has a famous quote that says, hire lazy people. Oh, because they'll find a, a way to get they'll the job find done a way to get the, get the more job efficiently. Done more efficiently. Yeah. Which is exactly what that mm-hmm. is, really. Yeah. And also, there's also like, like um, people for like studying say uh-huh. you shouldn't work, like you shouldn't just study all out. Yeah, you, you have, have the pom- Pomodoro have... technique. What is it? So it's 20 minutes on and then a short break. Yeah. 20 minutes on, yeah. short break. I think when I saw it was like five minutes on, five minute break. Mm-hmm. Five minutes on, five minute break. Yeah. So it's like, Breaking things down is better. Oh, definitely. Like, and even um, the neuroscientist, uh, Andrew Huberman, said that yeah. people have these, I can't remember what he called the cycles, but it's like work cycles that we have, and they last for 90 minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, what, 90 minutes of like intense focus? Yeah, yeah. So like, you can't focus for more than 90 minutes. Yeah. And by that, if, it's, if you've worked for 90 minutes, take a 30 minute break. Yeah. And then what, the break is tapered to yeah. the amount of time you've worked? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, because he says like to be the most productive is because um, these our brain neuron fire in these nine minute cycles. Right, and apparently if you take that break in five minutes of something that's not like strenuous uh-huh. and not like um, mentally consuming. Yeah, like like he said, don't like he said like don't like scroll through something like maybe like watch like a comedy or something. Uh-huh. And your brain refires the thing the neurons that you were just yeah. doing. Yeah, so you so you pick it up even quicker. Mm-hmm. So, so honestly, I agree with that. For, that first one was a definite misconception. Hundred percent. Because when I was younger, I used to think, like, yeah, I used to think the minute my mum mm. left the house, she was working till she was working yeah. till she came back. Yeah, I think I applied that misconception to to revision as well. Just mm. to all types of work, I applied it to. If I spend this entire day, I block out this entire day, and I revise for seven hours in a row, mm-hmm. I'm going to be really productive, and I'm going to get this and this and this done. And I get an hour into actually rev- revising. Yeah. I think, oh, I've got six hours left. And then my mind starts wandering. Yeah. I'm thinking, wow, this wall looks really interesting. I don't think it's, I would like to do that. I've always had that. I'm kind of trying to do that, but I've just never physically been able to do it. It's, I don't think it's possible to do unless you're on ultimate cramming. Yeah. Or you're on like Adderall. Yeah. It probably, yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Yeah. Because I actually just, this like, I can't imagine it being efficient. Well, that's the, yeah. It's, it's definitely misconception. Oh, a great misconception! I promise you, 
Like it, in, in a work day, people always take like coffee breaks. Yeah. Like everyone takes breaks. Like no one's working straight three hours till lunch and then uh-huh. four hours after lunch. Like no yeah. one's doing that. Yeah. Especially, no, not a chance. Especially, <laughs> no, especially, it's computed, but yeah, no. Especially no like way. an office job, especially because back when, before the pandemic, when offices were packed, mm-hmm. people were sitting next to each other like crabs in a bucket. Oh yeah. So of course yeah. they'll talk to people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's just standard. It's just, it's just I mean, it's probably we'll probably talk about it after this article, but yeah. there's like the misconception that the office is like an example. Yeah, it's really not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. On to the next point. Money is the best motivation, and the reason I like this one is because yeah. you told that story very recently about your perfect day. Yeah, and tied with that, how you uh, you would forego a salary for better perks. Yeah, I want to know a bit more about that. So, I. Okay, I've never liked spending money. Yeah. I've never liked ha- having to, like, be so aware of money. Mm-hmm. What, what about money, spending money, do you not like? Is it the act? The act, the thought process into it. Mm. It's, yeah, it's just because it's just, we're taught money's like a valuable thing to have, right? Like, money is what allows you to get stuff. Mm-hmm. And all I ever think about when I'm spending money is opportunity cost. Okay, That's right. All I ever think about is like, if I spend money on this, I I won't be able to spend money in case of any emergency ever occurring. Yeah, and because I'm a fraud in my daily life, emergencies <laughs> occur occur all the time. Of course, literally all the time. Like I said, um, I lost two phones in two weeks. Yeah. I had to then buy another phone. It's actually impressive. Like I, I had to, but I mean, at least you didn't have to buy those two phones. Those were gifted phones. Yeah. 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 Thankfully, but <laughs> yeah. But if not, it's just that's why. Like I, I hate spending money because I know myself, and I know I'm gonna have to do something off yeah. the cuff to spend money. Right, right. I would be the exact opposite. So I would just prefer perks of stuff, like because, yeah. like, if you get, say you get a work phone, mm-hmm. you lose a work phone, they give you another one. Yeah, yeah, of course, that's true. But it's because it's a, it's a necessity for the business. Yeah. But would you prefer so with perks? Yeah, you would not forego any monetary perks what or, what if, no, if there was like a, an allowance based I, on something i don't know they gave you a, a food like i'm thinking like an uber eats no food allowance of like 40 pounds a day yeah yeah like that i i, I would greatly like like it's the kind of perks where because it's kind of, yeah it's the perks that make up for me being a fraud mm-hmm. like so like <laughs> right okay yeah that's what i like mm-hmm. so food perks yeah but what's the difference between car perks. putting that forty pounds as a perk for Uber Eats, yeah, and then just adding forty pounds to your monthly salary? So you're like forty pounds times thirty to your because monthly salary. I won't spend it. You'd only spend it when it's allocated to your food. No, no, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to have to think about money. Right. Like yeah. I don't want to have to think about it. And the thing is, one thing I don't even know what to spend money on. Fair enough. I actually don't. Like mm-hmm. I was, t- I was conversation with my mum, mm-hmm. and I was like. Honestly, after I buy a house and a car I like, mm-hmm. what's left? Like, I don't know what else to do with money. <laughs> I honestly yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. Like, so, like, that's why I like. I don't have like these crazy dreams of doing stuff with, yeah. like that. I need loads of money for. Mm-hmm. I be like, it, all I think is like, oh, it'd be cool to do that. But if I don't do that, I'm okay. Yeah. Like, I, have, like I, I'm not like having a lot of money was nice because maybe, because maybe I'll lose this side of me where I don't like spending money because okay. I know that I'll be okay. Right. But it's just, yeah, I just don't like spending money. And yeah, I just, just the stuff I'm a fan of. And I hate, yeah. I, and what I really hate is big purchases. Oh, yeah. Anything, no, I don't like those. Anything either. like over £25. Mm-hmm. 
Pardon? Yeah. £25 is a big purchase for you. Anything over £25, I'm like, I'm like, I don't really know if I need this. Honestly, that's honestly, if any, if something is over £25, I'm like, do I really even need this? Like, do I even really need this? I'm trying to think what my limit, I think my limit's 50. Like, before I start questioning. Like, for, for example, for PCNs, right? Mm-hmm. I've got the, here. <laughs> but do you have a choice whether you can no, pay no. them or not? But here, mm-hmm. PCN paid in the first 14 days was £25. Yeah. The thing is, I had a valid appeal, but I was like, I'm not even to pay. I don't mind just paying that. Okay, right. It'll right. be minimum payment £40. I'm appealing, I'm appealing back to back to back because yeah. I'd do anything I can to not have to pay £40. Oh, very true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. But 20, I have a valid appeal that I could make. Yeah. I don't know how I just pay the £25. £25 is like. Make it easier. Yeah. Just have to go through all the stress of typing up. Uh, yeah. Typing up, t- dealing with them. uploading pictures, getting email replies, going back and forth. Yeah, yeah. But like that's just how my brain works. Like literally, like if I go out to eat, mm-hmm. I feel like oh yeah, I expect to spend twenty five pound or less, like per but person in London per person. But I don't, I don't go, I don't really go out many places. And most places I go, the max meal will probably be like fifteen pound. Like okay, yeah, but that's, yeah. that's like, yeah, that's most like, fast food places. Like 15, £15. 15 pounds, 16 pounds, and and sometimes starter like seven, eight pounds. Yeah, like and, 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 and normally all I drink is water. Okay, yeah, so that's not that's around 25 pounds. That's pro- probably under just like 20, yeah, pound. yeah, but that's like that's what I gauge on because because mm. to be fair, I do hate spending, but I never have any problems spending on food when I'm out. Like, if I'm going out to eat, I have no problem spending that money on the food, yeah, that's because I know. It's probably going to be around twenty five pounds just to what I order, and right. I and I always look at the cost of things. Fair enough. Like I remember one time, my sister was like, "Oh yeah, we're going Nobu." <laughs> She's like, "Oh, we're going Nobu." Right. I was like, "Why?" She's well, like, "For what reason?" <laughs> I was like, "Why?" She's like, "I can't come from Ireland. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go eat there." I'm like, "Can we not go TGI Fridays?" What happened to decorum? What, what happened, what happened, what happened to humility? What happened to a cheeky Nando's? What happened? Yeah. What's wrong with the cheeky Nando's? No do. I don't know if they have that over there in Ireland, you know? <laughs> do they? I have no Why idea. fact check this. I have no uh, idea. Sean, do they or do they not? <laughs> I I'm actually going to take advantage of this. <laughs> I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But before we went, before it was even booked, yeah. I looked at the menu and I planned what I was going to order. Yeah. Because I'm not built for this life. Oh my days, no. Not chance. So and then money as a motivator, it's not like, like it's like it's nice to earn more money. Yes, yeah. it is. It oh, is. There's no doubt. Like I would like to no have doubt. a lot of money mm-hmm. just because probably the spending issue would fade because yeah. I knew I could afford things. Mm-hmm. But it's like once because there's even a, there's even a one stat that's like when you earn over a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. your quality of life. Yeah, I was talking like, about this with my friend, actually. Yeah, the quality of life flattens yeah. out. Like, I'm pretty sure in the UK, I think it's like, you earn over 80 grand, yeah. and your quality of life compared to someone who's earning like 150 mm-hmm. is literally, literally virtually the same. The same. Yeah, it's, about, it's the diminishing returns. Yeah, diminishing, after, that, after that point, it's diminishing returns. Yeah. Because I even talked to my mentor, mm-hmm. and he was like, um, I would like if, you offer, like, if this place offers me a job mm-hmm. for like 15 more K, I'm not doing that. I'll probably have yeah. to work harder. Yeah. And... 50k like maybe 100k mm-hmm. but it's just like that's diminishing returns yeah definitely. people people don't oh just... yeah from, from 80 to 100 not by, but from 30 to 100 yeah exactly but would that would you say but that's you say, but so so let's say i don't know how much he earns uh-huh, okay. but let's say it's like 
low six figures. Let's say like let's say three hundred k. Okay. He's saying if you if I if you pay me three hundred fifty to do, I'll have to, and I have to do more work. I yeah. wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. It's just diminishing return. I'm getting yeah. this amount of money yeah. that won't allow me to improve my life by a great amount. Very true. Yeah. To then have to work this much harder. Because even in economics, I remember in year, oh, yeah, yeah. In year 12, mm-hmm. there was like a graph they had where it was like pleasure to work. Yeah. And like the way it works is like after like you get to a certain point where it's like um, linear, where it like mm-hmm. goes up and then it like has exponential growth and then it starts curving backwards. Yeah. Where like your pleasure, it's, it's, it's a specific type yeah, yeah. of curve. Yeah, yeah. Where your pleasure starts decreasing yeah. and you're working more. Like mm-hmm. it's just... It's called like, the marginal increase. Yeah, yeah. It becomes just, yeah. less and less and less. So, yeah, money really yeah. shouldn't be a motivator. Uh, see what Forbes was talking about when they said this. Oh, yeah, I didn't even read it. I just went straight into my bag. No, I, I saw it. I saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got insight? Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you have a figure that you you think you'd reach mm-hmm. where you don't care about anything else anymore? N- no, I'll probably... It'll probably... The fig... I don't know. So I think the figure for me is 80k. You think so? Yeah. For I me? think I wouldn't care much more about salary above 80k. No, for me, it'd probably be, I'd say, like, 150. Just 150. because... Because I think because I want to get a certain car, like I want to get an Aston. Oh, okay, I want to okay, get Aston yeah. yeah, but that's that's because you have a specific goal in mind. Yeah, yeah. So well, I'm talking about like everyday spending. Everyday spending. Everyday spending. Because I don't think I think I could do fine with like sixty. Yeah, but I think I think eighty k is not worry about bills or shopping weekly. Money. Yeah, yeah, but eighty k is like. Do you reckon sixty k is not look not think about shopping for a family of like three? For a family of like three. Yeah. Oh, actually. Even thinking, I want a family of three to five, anyways. Yeah. Oh, as in to- kids? Yeah, I want a family of so it'll be three five. Kids. It'll be five to seven. That's how oh, big yeah, the family well, you need be. more. One hundred fifty k will be. So now I'm thinking, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd need a lot more money. Yeah. But now, if it was just me right now, oh, uh, 50, 60 yeah, is fine. It's, that's what I was thinking yeah. about originally. But okay. yeah, if I had like a whole family on my mm. back. Okay, say say with your three children. Yeah. What's what's the figure you'd be at, and you'd not probably think about any bills? Do you think? obviously we don't know probably like 110 so i i think 100 120 110, yeah because uh, i think one thing i have for kids yeah is i'm gonna like um when, when i'm i'm gonna have like make a little like um lemonade stand kind of thing okay within my house yeah and, and call it bank of mum and dad and teach <laughs> okay. and teach my kids like and give them money stuff. tree yeah yeah and then teach them like how the bank is like how finance works Okay. Using me as bank of mom and <laughs> yeah. as bank of mom and dad. Uh-huh, fair enough. You like, can tax them. Yeah, yeah. Tax, loan, wow. interest, interest. I'll teach them it all. Your own blood. I'll teach them it all because I might even try and maybe like make like um doing stuff mm-hmm. like their job for getting like income. Okay. And doing that, so like that, and then like as they get older, mm-hmm. and like they might even teach them about tax brackets. That's fair. So That's like, fair. so like, yeah. get, getting, getting like, doing this amount of work, promotion, we'll get you this amount of money, yeah, more money, less money, yeah. salaries, yeah, now negotiation. So, yeah, yeah. so now just having to sweep one room, mm-hmm. you have to sweep free, mm-hmm. but you get this amount more. But you also get, but this, this gets taken, this gets taken off this amount more that you get. That sounds sick, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. finance person myself. Yeah, yeah. Cool. that's that's what I, that's like what I would love to do. Yeah. But, like, but it's like, it's like, I, like I say, but I think of bare cool things I think are just cool to do, right? Yeah. If I if I do them, it'll be cool. If I don't, I'm okay. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if fair. I don't, if I, I if I'm not in a situation where I can't do that, mm-hmm. I'll be good with it. That's I'll still try and teach them in a different way, but yeah. that's just the coolest way I could think of trying to teach them. But yeah, got distracted again. Back into the article. Let me read the second one. So, 
will employees produce better results and be happier if you pay them more? Thoughts? Will employees produce better, better results? results and be happier if you pay them more? Yes or no? Wait, if we're doing the same thing, uh, uh, no, they'd be yeah, happier. Same job. They'd be happier. I don't know if they'd be, do if they do more. Because some people think they don't get paid enough for what they do. Yeah. But I thought, I thought that at Amazon, at Warehouse. Yeah. I was getting £14 an hour, mm-hmm. which is a lot that's of money. Good. That's good. Very good. That's like 300-ish pounds a week. Yeah, that's good. After tax, which is a lot of money. But that's I good. would say I'm being underpaid. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's all relative. Exactly. It's all relative because a lot of people think they, they're underpaid yeah. for the amount of work they put in. So, Definitely. So if you increase their pay, they're like, yeah, I deserve this. Yeah, but I think you'd get to the same thing where it plateau again. Yeah, yeah. Like they think they're being underpaid. Like I know one person got a ten percent pay increase and mm-hmm. didn't think it was enough. Yeah, of course, because we're humans. Yeah, greed is honestly natural. It's disgusting, inherent. Yeah. So mm-hmm. research says no. Yeah, a global Boston consulting group study of over two hundred thousand employees found that an attractive salary is only the eighth consideration for how happy employees are at work. Number one, mm-hmm. recognition. And appreciation for what they do, which yes. I can completely understand. Which makes perfect sense. It makes absolute sense makes when I think sense. about <laughs> when I yeah. think about some of the jobs I've done in the past. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Recognition and appreciation for work would definitely make sense. Yeah, yeah. people want to be told they're good at what they do. Yeah, mm, yes, I do. I, yeah. I love that. Yeah, I don't stop doing that. Like, like that's why. But, but it's like that's why for me when like goes it goes back to our last episode uh-huh. like be aware of your own success yeah, yeah. and like t- pat yourself on the back because yeah, it's that's good why, for you that's like when i do something mm-hmm. the first thing i'm saying is i'm him yeah that's the first thing i'm saying that's all we've heard actually that's on the, this podcast that's the first thing mm-hmm. i'm saying yeah but in reality i'm not like i understand that but there are times lovely like we've got that on video like, in reality i'm not him but sometimes i fit the description uh, if the shoe fits and sometimes it does mm. That glass slipper. Yeah. That play, man. Mm. Going to number three. On to number three. This one might seem confusing at first, but bear with me. It says, jump right in, put your head down and get it done. So the myth is... Yeah, I need to you need to read this one. I don't know. You get a piece of work. Yeah. You just go straight into it. You don't ask any of your stakeholders. You don't ask any of your... Oh, Because okay. I actually, when I think about it, before I started work here, I didn't think about stakeholder management at all. Yeah. I completely. I thought that you get a task, you get it done, you give it to your boss. Yeah, I didn't realize. True, that's exactly yeah. how I thought it was. Yeah, I didn't think about all the interrelationships that happen and the politics that happens before a piece of work gets sounded out. Yeah, and gets put into action. Yeah, which I didn't understand that there were so crazy timelines for turnarounds in work. Mm. So okay, not turnarounds for uh, completion yeah. of a project. Yeah, because I thought. Well, I mean, this task could be done in a week, two yeah. weeks. Why is it taking six months for this to be signed off? Yeah. Because you need to take this to four or five people. Yeah. Who need to get approval from four or five more people. Yeah. Who then need feedback from four or five more people. A lot of processes. So it goes through so much red tape. Yeah. Before it can come back and let one of those people say no. It comes back to the original person and it's up to you to fix that. Yeah. And make sure everyone's happy with it. Yeah. And then from then onwards, you need to make sure everyone's happy. Before, with that change you've made. There. With that change. Yeah. Before you finally present it to those same people again. Yeah. But you've now got feedback from 20, 30 other people. Yeah. And they all say yes. It, it kind of feels like like a, a tick, box, tick box exercise. Mm. But it makes sense to do it. Because you kind of want to present to a group of people that you know will say yes. Yeah. 
Whereas if you present to a group of people that it's a surprise to, you might not be ready for the results. Just get a lot of feedback, a lot of questions yeah. that mm -hmm. if you had done stakeholder management, yeah. you wouldn't yeah, get. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And they would be already prepped and you'd probably be prepped for their potential for questions. their responses. Yeah. yeah. You'd know the kind of sentiment that they have yeah, yeah, already. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought it was really interesting when I saw it. It's just, I've never thought, I've about, never that. thought about that. Yeah. And you just made me aware yeah. of that right now. Yeah. And now I perfectly understand what that statement means. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's nothing like that. Exactly. Well, actually, it, it's, obviously there, it's, there are some the, tasks yeah, like in, that. In like the current role, it's nothing like that. Because in my, when I worked um, at, on a service desk, it was virtually exactly like that. Mm -hmm. It was like, you get, you someone calls you. So that's, that's the task. Yeah. You fix that task. Yeah. You move on. Mm-hmm. But even then, sometimes you have to talk to other people about how to fix a task, how yeah, to complete yeah. a task. What's yeah. the process for this? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's actually, actually just never yeah. like that. No. It's actually, that's crazy. No. I just realized that, oh, yeah. I'm learning. Exactly, I'm learning. exactly. Hope you're learning with us. Yeah. I'm <laughs> learning. This is good. Yeah. This is good. I'm feeling good. I'm getting hyped. I'm, I'm getting enjoying hyped. this. I'm enjoying oh. this. No, this so, this what Forbes said. One second. This, oh, article, sorry, sorry. this article thing we brought in. Great. I like, I'm loving it's it. Great. I'm it's loving great. It's great. Let's go. So, if this is how you, sorry, obviously jump right in, put your head down and get it done. Right mm -hmm. top of that bit. Mm -hmm. If this is how you think you should approach your work projects, you're not alone. The jump in head first mentality is prevalent amongst driven students and professionals alike, mm -hmm. but it is not a habit that produces great work. Mm -hmm. Research shows that great work comes from pausing to think before a project, mm -hmm. asking the right people, the right questions, and taking time to tweak and adjust your work until it makes a difference that people love. Which is about stakeholder management, making sure who you're presenting to, it makes sense to them and they like it. Makes perfect sense. So the next time next time a new assess assignment hits your desk, take the great work challenge and catapult your efforts from results. Or catapult your efforts and results from good to great. I think that's an ad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. Forget about that. They got you. Yeah, and I read that out loud. Oh, unfortunately. Jeez. This free one, pretentious. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. well, on this podcast, it's four figures. <laughs> go, Minimum. Go, go, go. Number four. This one, I, I love this one. Yeah. This one's a big myth. High achievers make great managers. That's absolute cap. No. Absolute it's not, cap. It's not. Yeah, that's just not true. It's just all. not true at all. And I like this because it's recently we had a talent manager come and give yeah. us a talk and talk about two distinct categories of people okay. which I think works for this because yeah. you've got the high achiever yeah. and you've got the potential successor yeah. for a role and yeah. that that opened my eyes to so many different things yeah. and the difference between a high performer or a high achiever mm -hmm. and a potential successor is their ambition mm. and I hadn't thought about that someone could be really good at their job and not want anymore and that's fine mm. but they're not going to want to be someone's manager mm. someone's boss because mm. that's that's too much for them there in their comfort zone. That's which honestly, is not a problem. I honestly think I lean that way, you know. Not a problem. Because I like there are times where I can be seen as like a high achiever and certain stuff, right? Uh -huh. But it's like I've never my I and my mum hates it. My yeah. mum hates it in me and my brother. Because mm -hmm. like I have talked about one of my brothers, mm -hmm. very high achiever. Yeah. But he is the chillest person in the world. He doesn't want to do anything. Oh really? He doesn't want to do anything. He's got success thrust upon him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He doesn't want to do anything. Like yeah. he, because I remember my sister. It was my sister as well. Because uh -huh. I remember there are times when like we're having conversations, yeah, yeah. and like we're, we're talk, we're doing stuff, talking about stuff. My sister just looks. My sister just smiles at him. Like you're actually so intelligent. Like you're so capable of so much. Damn. And and she's like, but why do you want to do nothing? 
<laughs> like, it's honestly that. And, she, and she's like, she's like, it annoys me. Uh-huh. Why? Like, you're so capable, yeah. but you're just, you're not, you're not trying to, go, but some people, just, some people just, some people just, some people don't have the ambition. Yeah. And that's fine. And it's that's completely it's fine. It's a thing. Ambition's not for everyone. Because mm. otherwise, it's like you said, I think ages ago. Yeah. For that second episode, so when we were talking about how we got employed. Yeah. Not everyone is going to be a CEO. Otherwise, you wouldn't have employees. Yes. Yeah. And I believe that so much. And mm-hmm. you know, because that's why I say I lead as a high performer thing where uh-huh. I'm like, I, I have no doubt I can be very capable. Like I have like business ideas that I yeah. feel are very good. Like yeah, you have bad business ideas. I have like loads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the reason I've never tried to do any of them, yeah, uh-huh. it's because of effort. Yeah, it's because of effort. Yeah. I happily work, mm-hmm. oh, like work for, five days a week to then receive uh just payment just okay. because it's easier yeah when you have your own business there's so many oh. things but the idea one thing that always stops you from starting a business yeah <laughs> uh-huh. the idea of having employees oh god the idea of having first because you, mm. you have to figure out a system of hiring them yeah expensive by the way yeah just oh yeah like I would love, how do you how do you trust where they've come from yeah i'd love to start a business but i don't think i'm capable of doing a good business but the only way to actually figure that out is starting businesses and failing them or succeeding yeah. in them mm-hmm. but it's just the idea of having to go through all these steps like yeah. i don't know i don't want to go about <sighs> thinking of it now is stressing me out <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah thinking, I can of it, tell. I can thinking of it now is actually stressing tell. me out it's mm-hmm. just it's just a lot of work that um i just yeah the idea just it's not for me it's not for me yeah yeah but yeah. read on read on I mean, I, I can I can definitely say mm-hmm. we both know of a a person who was a manager mm. directly linked to us at one point. Mm. Who probably is a high achiever, mm. but as a manager, mm. not sure. Mm. So it, it kind of kind of makes sense. Mm. It definitely makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, what Forbes says, mm-hmm. there's a definite difference between managing and leading. Yeah, true. Mm. It turns out there's also sometimes a mismatch between high performers and fantastic managers. While many managers can earn their title by being highly productive or knowledgeable about their craft, being a great manager means being effective at discovering unique skills in others and capitalizing on those skills. Research on the value of bosses by Stanton Shaw and Lazier? <laughs> okay. Damn. Okay. Lazier? <laughs> okay. Yeah found that bosses who don't improve the productivity of their people have an exit rate that is nearly twice that of average quality bosses. Mm. So being a great manager takes more than knowing your stuff. You need to understand your people and their talent too. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. You need to, as a manager, you need to be a motivator. You yeah, need to yeah. be a hype man. You need, you need that man management. You need man management. You need people management. I've always, Otherwise, I've, it's I've just... always put that stat on max when I play FM. Yeah, okay. <laughs> FM is what? Football football, football manager. manager. Yeah, yeah. It's not exactly. football high achiever, is it? <laughs> That's FIFA. But, yeah. Oh, that is The FIFA. difference in oh, FIFA and, and football manager, manager is, is true. Wow. It's true. And they just give you like two different kinds of joy. Like, yeah. like when I, like, I don't even know FM, you don't understand. I was like, I was, it was breaking me because I just, it like, I it just didn't work. I couldn't break it down. Yeah. But four seasons in, I'm winning, I'm winning Premier Leagues with Southampton. And they got Ooh. relegated. I'm winning Premier Leagues with Southampton. Have, have Haaland up front. Yeah. It's crazy. Game's a game. But yeah. And the thing is, I even feel like I could be a good leader. Could you? Yeah. Do you I have get, the ambition to match it though? Because that's a lot of, lot of, not bureaucracy. Politics, yeah, involved, yeah, but I feel like I'm, motivation involved. The way I, I'm, I feel like I'm good with people. Okay, yeah, 
like on a general mode, like mm-hmm. people, like, I'm quite good with people. Yeah, I can talk to like a fifty year old and a ten year old, and it'll be, it'll be cool. Some level of understanding at the end of your talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I, yeah. So, but it's like it'd be a lot of effort. But how really. would you deal? How would you deal with people that are out to get you? Because the higher up you go, the more people that are out to see you fall. Yeah, but or not, not maybe explicitly yeah, yeah. see you fall, but kind of block your but progress. Yeah, yeah. Let's try and step know. on you to get to the top. I don't know. I don't know really. Because I've never given, never given I've that. never given much thought to it. Have you not? I yeah. think about a lot of the time. Because I also I don't know. Because I, I I just I feel like a lot of people like it's the spotlight syndrome thing. Yeah. Where a lot of people think people are out to get them. Yeah. And like I just think it comes from a weird arrogance that humans have. Yeah. That's, what I just, that's just what I personally think. Because yeah. because I, like a lot of my friends I talk to, they'll be like, oh, well, what, what about this? Did you think of this? That this could happen? Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do you think the world cares about you so much? Yeah, that's fair. That's honestly what I that's think. Fair. Like, why do you think the world cares about you so much? Yeah. Me, because I like, the reason I've never thought about that is because I just don't think like that. That's fair. I just wouldn't think people are like that. And if and if they if they get me, they get me. It's my, it's, like, <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. I, I'm sure, because like I said, I never doubt I won't land on my feet. Okay. So if they get me, they get me. I'm, yeah. I'll be I'll take a couple I'm, steps back. I'll be good. Going. Honestly, I'll be good. Yeah. I think it comes from a place of you're just a very straight shooter. That's why. <laughs> okay, I don't know what that means. But... Straight shooter as in someone who doesn't like deviate from what you say is what you mean. Oh, what yeah. you say is what you get. Straight shooter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More and more learning. <laughs> Life is so easy like this. There you go. Continue. So straight shooter. Mm-hmm. You don't see the like malice in people's work sometimes. No, it's or not not yeah. malice, yeah, it's like but the not, ill intention sometimes, yeah, 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 or less well-meaning words, yeah, yeah, yeah. You always like I can't remember what it was recently. We had a discussion. It was about hair. It was about it was the hair. About the, yeah, about, about the, the hair. hair. You so, ha- you had your hair out. Yeah, yeah. So in the, like yeah, okay, okay good. In the last episode, yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. remember I had like that big afro mm-hmm. because I take my hair out to get yeah. it redone, yeah. and you know, so I'm looking like this. Always looking sharp, looking always, sharp, always. And um, and then we were having a conversation with a guy. Uh-huh. And we're talking about the perks and salary thing. Yeah. Like we just talk now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh yeah, you could use a perk to get your hair cut. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, exactly. I could. Like that's, yeah. what, I'm, that's what I'm talking about. But he said, and then, it's just the way he and, delivered and then we just And then we just moved on. Mm-hmm. And you know, we were just laughing and having yeah. a cool conversation. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like, yeah, that's a valid point. Yeah. I could, like, that's exactly what I mean. I, exactly, was, yeah. I thought he was backing me up. Yeah. And then afterwards, Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. What, what do you think about that comment? Uh, Jer- uh, yeah, Jeremy asked me like, what I think. I'm like, what do you mean? Actually? You, 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 you forgot it even happened. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I yeah. forgot what happened. You said, what comment? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, comment about my hair. About? Who, who talks about my hair? <laughs> yeah. But it was just, I, the way it was delivered, like with a smirk. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, this guy's taking the piss. It yeah. has to be. <laughs> but I'm just more cynical by nature than you are. Yeah, it's just, yeah. No, because I just, I don't know. I just feel like, like the way, the world I live in is like, if, if I was in his shoes, Doing the same thing for someone's hair. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you need a haircut. That's actually <laughs> what I say. I, yeah. I tell my friends that. Uh-huh. I like, I just tell people. I like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, man, you need a haircut. <laughs> like, you the guy that for Christmas would get someone whose breath stinks a breath mint. No. Or you just tell them that breath stinks. No, I get, I get them like uh, toothbrush, toothpaste. Yeah, yeah, I get them like a cleaning set. Like, I'll get them like, like, yeah, I'll get them like cleaning set uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. Like, like something, something to do with like hygiene, and you wouldn't think twice of it, would you? No, like, you think that as a, oh, I'm that's helping. A, that's them out. a gift. But the thing is, I suck at gift giving. To be fair, damn, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, I suck <laughs> at gift giving. I suck at gift giving. But yeah, next point. This one, I kind of agree with. Yeah, I think I kind of knew this. Yeah, but it's do what you love, and you'll never work again. 
Oh, you know I hate that. Yeah. Who, oh, I've known from the jump. You, you know, know I hate that. that. Yeah. Listen, okay. It's like I, when we talk about follow your passion, you're like, yeah, no, no, absolutely not. Listen, okay. I no, I'm sure that has some meaning to it because it's mm-hmm. case by case because no okay. one, no two people are the same. Yeah. But people, <laughs> people, like on a, I'm sure if you took a survey, uh-huh. a high amount of people would say they don't really like their job. Yeah, yeah. but I, I think they confuse that with people expecting you to like every facet of your job. No, you, can, you can like you can like your job, but not like everything you no. do. Okay, what I mean is people don't like having to do things to live. No, but I think for some people, it gives them a sense of purpose. Yeah, for some people, it does. Mm-hmm. For sure, like for me, it does. Like, yeah. I, I, if I had nothing to do like, with I, it. Yeah, I, I like working just because, you know, it helps pass the time. Like, True. Like, it's a filler. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. like you just keep like, you just yeah, time up time up in my okay. day. Like by the end of summer I'm bored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, like in school, but in the summer I was bored. Yeah, so bored. So um what was I even saying again? <laughs> like oh yeah, so well, what was I saying? By the end of summer. Uh-huh. You you say you're bored by the end of the summer, but before the, that, the original point yeah, yeah. was around uh, Oh no, yeah, don't follow your passion follow because your passion. like I said, people don't like working. Like people mm-hmm. like a lot of people I talk to, they're like, I don't want to have to work for money. Like, like the fact I have to live, I live because I go to work. Okay. I don't want that. And the minute your passion mm-hmm. becomes that to you, yeah, you start to hate it. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's yeah. like, cause it's like, now I don't, like, the reason I think of it is it happens a lot with artists. Yeah, yeah. And like there are a few studies on this as Yeah, well. yeah, like musician players. Because one of my friends was like that and she, she, was, she was sending me out, she had a conversation with other violinists about mm-hmm. it. And he was like, like, it comes from, I want to practice, mm-hmm. so I have to practice. Yeah. Yeah. And no one wants to have to do anything. Yeah. It's like, it's the same idea of when you're doing something from the goodness of your heart and someone yeah. tells you to do that same thing. Exactly. So I'm washing these dishes and someone says, oh, can you do the dishes? Yeah. No. Like, yeah. People, now I will not do the dishes. Yeah. I don't even know where that comes from. Neither do I. I just know. But I feel like just it. innate in everyone. Yeah. And I think that's similar to when you have a passion for something. Mm-hmm. And now you you rely on that passion. Yeah. I think they did a study between two, um, I think it was violinists, where they had one play just for mm-hmm. um, the enjoyment, the of, enjoyment it. of it. Yeah, yeah. And one, um, they took away their salary, the other salary, and paid them based on the performance of the violin. Oh, crazy. Okay. And the the end, they did like a survey or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the satisfaction they got from playing the violin. And the person that did... Um, did, did it for enjoyment yeah. had the same level if not higher mm-hmm. than before mm-hmm. whereas the one that was paid well had to rely on their violin playing mm-hmm. their um, not satisfaction but their enjoyment of the instrument I don't know how they measured it by the way I'll see if I can find it mm-hmm. um, dropped Sean yeah yeah thanks Sean <laughs> dropped <laughs> dramatically yeah yeah dramatically okay so I, I can completely understand that point yeah where so, you don't have to love your job yeah you don't have you don't have to. It's a common misconception that, and a lot of people will talk about this after this. Yeah. It's the last point. Yeah. About you need to know what you you, you need to know what you want to get into. Yeah, yeah. Early. And I feel and like you need to love it. I feel like that's how people get in severe imposter syndrome. Yeah. Because their job becomes their character. It's all they yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It's all they yeah. know. And when you start getting judged on your passion, yeah. you start losing your love for exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. Like exactly. you start to get judged for your passions. You start like you go to auditions. Like say, sticking on the music thing, go to mm. auditions, yeah. and now you're getting judged on something you, you used to do just for the passion of it. Yeah, it used to be fun for you. And, and now, now it's no longer fun. And now it's all about critique and all this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah that's my point. So, we done with the article now? That, that finishes the article. And that was from 
Forbes. And it was uh, by David Sturt and Todd Nordstrom. Nice. Shout out them guys. Great people. <laughs> but yeah. Thought provokers. Yeah, so we've got some... Like, Off the cuff stuff now. Yeah, some stuff we want to talk about ourselves to do with mm-hmm. this career myth thing. Yeah. And as you said, the first one probably, you need to know exactly what you want to do in secondary school or high school for, you know, some other mm-hmm. people. Yeah, yeah. And... Our friends across the pond. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Australia guys as well. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> of course. Yeah. But, like, because uh, I remember I used to, I thought this at the time mm-hmm. when I was like, oh, when the teachers were like, oh, Jesus, she's like, they really matter. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to go into? Yeah. I'm like, why are you asking us, yeah? Mm-hmm. Asking 15 year old children what they want to do for the, what rest, they want of to their do for the rest of their life. I think they can accurately gauge it. Yeah. Because uh, the way I phrased it to myself was, why are we, why do we decide what we're going to do with most of our life when we've least the least lived the least amount of our life? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's exactly how I thought about it. And I was like, this doesn't wow. make sense to me. Yeah. It like, actually doesn't. You've lived 15 years on this earth and I you're mean, choosing a career that you're going to have from, let's like, say, 18 like assume, onwards. Like, assume you live till you're 80. Yeah. What's that, 62 years? 62 years. And you want me to decide when I've lived 15 <laughs> out of yeah. 80 years? Yeah, that's true. That's true. What, what percentage is that? 15 out of 80? You've lived what, barely any of your life. Out of that, I think it's less than a fifth, less than 20%, probably like... It's like 15%, yeah, roughly. Like 15%. I've lived 15% of my life. Yeah. And you want me to decide what I'm going to do with the with the other 50% because, you know, you're a tire. Yeah. But wow. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, it doesn't make sense at all. Right. That's never and made sense. Never makes sense. And because there are pe- famous people that you know Mm-hmm. That decides to do something later in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like who? Han Solo, Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. Was a carp, was a self-taught carpenter mm-hmm. until he was thirty-two. He didn't get his first acting job until he was thirty-two, mm-hmm. and now he's a household name for multiple generations. Yeah. That's like fair. you can change what you want to do at any point. Yeah. J.K. Rowling, she wrote the first Harry Potter when she was thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Before that, she was a secretary and researcher. Yeah. And she just wrote as a hobby. You think she grew up at six years old saying, I want to write Harry Potter? Like, you can do <laughs> what you want. It's a misconception and don't let it stop you from... So, uh, like, a lot of people at maybe A-level mm-hmm. or GCSE, yeah. you know when you have to make a decision about your subjects? Yes. You'll get a lot of pressure, external pressure, maybe your parents, your friends, whatever, saying you need to do this yeah. because this. Yeah, you need to do. That's what I don't like about the current system we have mm. in education, where you have to choose your A levels based, and then you automatically shut yourself out of so many different degrees. Yeah, based on the requirements you have at A level. Because I remember, because just because I was into like computers, I said like because they brought a career advisor in uh-huh. before we picked our GCSEs. Right, but before before we picked our GCSEs, no A level, we picked our A levels. Okay, right. Yeah. Career advisor, and he was like, "Oh, talk about like what kind of jobs you want to do, and what kind That's of A levels, so what kind of A levels you have to do mm-hmm. to get the kind of job you want." And I just it, it just it kept thinking in my head, "Why am I making these decisions for the rest of my life like this? Why now?" And, then, and then I just thought, "You can go like, because I tell a lot of my friends this because I always get like bogged down in like life." Uh-huh. Okay, and I'm just like, "Listen, this is this is how I live my life. Mm-hmm. I try something out. Yeah, if I don't like it, I try something else." And you can do that with your career. Mm-hmm. Pe- it's like people study geography and they're working in like banking. Yeah. People I say, mean, that's literally, that's literally point two. Number two. 
job hopping. Job. No, but no, this is like job similar, hopping. Similar. Similar, but yeah, this it, is. It comes off this. Yeah, so yeah. My segue, nice yeah, yeah. Segue. Nice little segue. Uh-huh. And um, so, yeah, you can just go, like, you can choose one career. And if you're like, oh, that's not really like for career me. Pivots. Are you, that's are not normal. really for me. You can do that. Yeah. And like, if that's not really for me, you can go around and see what you kind of want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people who are lawyers who quit to become bartenders. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that looks yeah, back yeah. to the article where money is not the motivation. No. It's the enjoyment and the appreciation. Yeah. And the, the feeling of value. But yeah, let's link into your next point then. Which is job hopping. Job hopping. It's career suicide. Mm. I never believed that. Because mm. people saying you need to stay in the same place for multiple years. My mum believes that. That's wrong, really. Like I can, I can see it both ways, but mm-hmm. I don't agree with the other. Yeah, way. I can see it both ways. I can see what I can see what they're saying. Yeah, I don't think so because I think we've gone but, from the days where job, uh, staying at a job for multiple years nets you the same kind of loyalty benefits. Yeah, because I think it's much uh, more employee employee retention. Yeah, used to be at the top of um, uh, employers list. Oh, really? I think so. Okay. I don't think it's at the top anymore. Oh, I doubt it. I think I think employee satisfaction is high because mm-hmm. they want to keep talent. Mm-hmm. Then they think you reward talent by giving them perks. Yeah. That's that's the whole idea of, um, you know, fang companies. Yeah, okay. I think Mang now. Yeah, Mang. Mang's better. Yeah, yeah. But um, they have the whole, they want to keep you in the office as long as possible. Thing. Yeah. So they have the breakfast in the office. Yeah. You have so many amenities that you have yeah, a gym, beer, you have a spa. Beer, beer like the Google time. office in yeah. Cross. Amazing building. There's slides. Or, like, yeah, yeah. Everything is at the office, so you never have, you have to, to leave. Go. You don't have to go home. Sleeping pods, they're there. You can you stay at the office. You don't have to go home. You don't have to leave. It's free food, free everything, free treatments, whatever you want, mm. on site, mm. so you don't leave. So they retain their talent. And it it makes you not dependent. I don't mm-hmm. think you get addicted to it. I don't think yeah. you get addicted to yeah. it, per se. But you, you really enjoy it. Yeah. You don't want yeah. to go anywhere. And so I think we're developing... Well, I can't say I'm not, I'm not a business owner. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm saying it like I'm the authority on this. Yeah, yeah. But what I mean is I think yeah. that employers don't reward people for staying as long anymore. You yeah. can, like, you, you can get benefits for it. But job hopping isn't as evil as people say yeah, it yeah. is. And, I pro- and, and I you don't owe you, them any it's loyalty. The quickest way to get a promotion. Definitely, as well. definitely. If you're in your own company and was has talent pools a certain way, yeah. promotions work in different companies. However, going across a direct, maybe not a direct competitor, mm-hmm. but going to a different company, getting a different perspective on how the same job even is done at a different place, mm-hmm. I think makes you a more rounded individual anyway. Yeah, because I even know someone who, I don't think they stayed at a job more than a year, but every mm-hmm. time they've changed job, they've got more money. Oh yeah, that's a byproduct though. Yeah, just you just gain more experience. More more knowledge. It just raises the question: Why do you keep like? Why you leave everywhere? Yeah. Because remember, companies don't want you like they don't want you to work for money. They don't want that to point to be why you work there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure we talked about it in the interviews in the employed episode, mm-hmm. but they don't want you to be in there for money. Yeah. So that does raise the question of what like why does person move around so much? Yeah. And if you have a good answer for that, not a problem. Yeah. If you have a good answer for that, it's no problem. They have like a great one. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hmm. But yeah, it's just not career suicide, like no. And you can job, you can job hop to a different industry, or mm-hmm. you can job just to a different company within the industry. Oh yeah, like it just that's how it goes. So, you know, job hopping, it's all okay if you want to move job, move job. It's fine. 
It's because what it's what you really pick up from the job that matters. Exactly. It's the whole idea of transferable skills, the idea of what you pick up, you can apply elsewhere. Yes, transferable skills, big, big thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's a big thing because everything everything can be redone mm-hmm. to to help you with something else in your life, oh, yeah. I feel like. That's the, that's the mean, benefit like of can, skills. Yeah. It can be reapplied in different situations and scenarios. And the same skill, like you can learn, like the reason why... Um, I did my degree mm-hmm. actuarial science mm-hmm. was to be an actuary mm. but that's not to say that because I've done actuarial science the only thing I can do is become an actuary yeah because the skills I pick up um, data manipulation mm. statistics mm. data analysis mm. just from that alone mm. you go into biostatistics mm. that's a whole different field mm. you could go into data analysis slightly similar field yeah yeah we could go into data analysis for footballers mm. you can go into stat you can go into scouting yeah, yeah. so many different avenues from yeah. one skill mm. so that's the whole idea that you're saying of taking apart a skill and applying context to it yeah it's a whole different career yeah no, so it's all about sense. the transferable skills and mm-hmm. not just the job per se that's not to say the job you have doesn't hold any weight mm-hmm. it does employers have affinities to some other employers Mm-hmm. So you, it might help you yeah, get somewhere of like else. Just name, report, years, yeah, yeah, and favors sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, I won't go there. Mm-hmm. I won't go there. But mm-hmm. politics is mm-hmm. politics. Mm-hmm. And so, oh. yeah, and so it's okay. You know, job hopping, nothing wrong with it. You get transferable skills from yeah. everything that you do. So next one now, higher education always guarantees a good job. Not true. That's the next myth we have down. Not true. I can categorically tell you it does not. You have a story? Yeah. Let's hear it. Uh, I'm, I'm just thinking whether I want to out this guy or not. Oh, no, no. Just just say, just say there's a guy. You don't have to give like a name or anything. There's a guy. I'm not going to out him. Out yeah, him yeah. But the story was going to out him. You're going to know who it is. Just okay. the yeah, story. But say Guy, really smart. Ultra smart. Mm. He, I think he did five or six A-levels. Oh, crazy. A-stars on all of them. Oh, nice. Yeah. 14, 15 A-levels, A-stars on all of them. Oh, this nice. guy's only seen A-stars. Only seen in first class. Mm-hmm. Did maths at uni. Mm-hmm. First class again. Mm, nice. Got into the workplace. Okay. Becoming quant. Mm. He's on top of his game. Mm. Because of his affinity to being a prick. Yeah. Okay. Not a people's person. Not a people's person. He's not a. Not a business person. He's, yeah. Just, he's just not. He's, yeah. he's just not that he, person. He's, yeah, he's, he's not. He's not. No, him. He's not him. He's not him. He's not him. He's not him. But yeah. So he, he's. Three works at three weeks at his job and he's yeah. fired. Yeah, doesn't guarantee you a good job at all. Yeah, you would have thought, oh wow, this guy's six A levels, fifteen GCSEs, first class all round, mm. genius. Mm. It's not all about that. Yeah, it's all about your grades. Doesn't yeah. guarantee you anything. Honestly, we need we. I feel like what you need to get a great job. Yeah, is I don't I don't know how many things. Probably like you need you need like good like. Hard, hard work, but in like a certain way. Work ethic. Yeah, like you need, like, yeah, you need work ethic, mm-hmm. right? You need people skills. Yeah. And you need intelligence. Yeah. And like, and you need them all to a, a certain level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, and you need them all to a certain level depending on how high you want to go. Yeah. Like for me, I'd say I have social skills mm-hmm. and intelligence, but my work ethic is quite low. So okay. I, I understand that's a ceiling that, that yeah. is set because of that, mm-hmm. because of that poor stat. Yeah. The, right? the, the skill tree. Yeah, the skill tree, because that area is poor. Mm-hmm. It goes like that. But so, and for some people, for social skills, they might have great work ethic and great intelligence, 
Mm-hmm. So like they're high achievers. Yeah. But the social schools are bad. And never forget, no matter what job you do, well, unless, you, well, okay, no, no matter what job you do. <laughs> there are some like, technical yeah, jobs out yeah, there that require no, certain. But a lot of jobs, like a lot of good jobs mm-hmm. require social interaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Not every yeah, job, because some, some are like out in the sticks where you're there by yourself. Mm-hmm. But a lot of jobs yeah. require social interaction. Mm-hmm. So, and after a certain point, it's like, it's not what you know anymore, it's who you know. Yeah, so you need definitely. that level of social skills. Networking, yeah. especially. Uh, it's it's being able to function as a bigger organism than yourself. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, like, if it was the other way, and you had high social skills, high work ethic, but you weren't that smart, you'd probably still be fine. You'd but, work better than someone who's lacking. Yeah, yeah. But after a while, if you can never learn anything new, you're not going to keep, you're not going to keep okay, getting yeah. better. Yeah. So it's just, you need a certain level of all three things balanced out, how they're balanced out. Mm-hmm to get to a certain part of life. And you have to understand where you're lacking and how to, you could improve that. Yeah. But being a high, uh, being like going, uh, being a high achiever and having high education won't always let you get a good job. And it basically it'll get you get a good job, but not having social skills would, le- would stop you keeping a good yeah. job. Mm-hmm. And I think that ties in nicely with the, uh, the well, the next point really. Yeah. If you go with, with we talked about high grades. Yeah about higher education yeah so university we talked about this in our how the hell do we graduate okay episode. yeah but university isn't everything yeah. if you didn't go to university mm. that's not to say you'll never find a job yeah because there are so many other routes even into these technical um jobs that <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm sorry i'm getting tired but yeah it's all right sorry mm-hmm. been here a while <laughs> we'll, we'll be wrapping up yeah yeah but um there are so many different ways to get into technical roles mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that probably didn't exist a few years ago mm-hmm. through apprenticeships, various internships. Mm-hmm. There are sort of already frameworks in place for you to progress. Mm-hmm. So you going to university isn't as big a miss mm-hmm. now as it was beforehand. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is a big myth that you hear amongst students, obviously, mm-hmm. beforehand saying, oh, if I don't have this degree, I can't do this job. Probably yeah. not true. Yeah, More not jobs true than you think will have more roots into yeah. it. Like, for example, a good one is engineering. Yeah. Engineering Definitely engineering, yeah. Engineering, but there's engineering apprenticeships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. There's many, yeah. There's many ways to get a job and to get a good job as well. Yeah. So, let, 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 let us blow that misconception out of the water mm-hmm. as well. Cool. Uh, next one. Uh, this aligns with the article. Mm-hmm. The only measure of success is money and position. I think that depends on who you talk to. Yeah, I does. think that depends on ah, your yeah, it um, your um, it does what you perceive as success. What you perceive as success. Yeah, and well, I mean, I don't think this is. Oh yeah, it does. Mm. So if you see the same person as someone else, mm. you might see them both. At, sorry, both of you might see them differently in terms of success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has a different perspective uh, perception, perception of like of, ha- yeah of everything. Honestly, yeah, obviously, yeah. like yeah, like and everyone's struggling in like their own way to like maneuver through it. Yeah, but. It'll be okay, innit? The only measure of success is not money and position. <laughs> it'll like, be okay. It'll be good. Like yeah. that's just my mentality fully. Yeah. It will, it'll be good. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, money and position not impa- not important. We really talked about earlier with the article as well. Yeah. Like money is not the motivator. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be. Like yeah, Mo- like money. It can be. Money's nice. It can be, but you'll struggle money's later. Money's nice. On. Like it's good to have it. Because where and will you? Where will you stop? And depends. If money's the motivation. And, yeah, but for some people, money being a motivation can also work just because they mm-hmm. love buying stuff. Yeah, but as in, it's, it's not the prime motivator. Yeah. The stuff would be the motivator. Yeah. Oh, that is true. 
Because the you're, money, if, if you're your, grinding just yeah, for the money's yeah, sake, it's, yeah. when will it end? Yeah, because you'll keep chasing more yeah, and more money. Yeah, uh, and you honestly, might make some rash decisions because of it. Yeah, money's just the object we use to barter. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, like it's it a vehicle. In itself, I've had that so many times that money's just a vehicle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. See, yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's just, it's just, it carries you from a place to a yeah, place. Yeah, that's, that's it. Mm-hmm. Money will buy you something to get the satisfaction from it. It's called in economics marginal utility. Mm. You get utility from an object, yeah, and the way you get the vehicle to your utility is mm. the money. Okay, and it should be seen as such. It shouldn't be the prime motivation for you to do something. Obviously, there is a certain level of money that you'll need mm-hmm. to live a comfortable life. Yeah, so probably achieve that first, mm-hmm. and then from then on, it's really not not the be all and end all. It yeah. shouldn't be. It's not. It's not because otherwise, it's an unhealthy motivator in itself. Because, yeah. as I said, quite a few times. When does it end? Honestly. When does it stop? And honestly, I think that's a great place too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, Where does that, it end? That was it a, ends here. That was a beautiful monologue, yeah. honestly. I think so. You, you're in your bag there. That was yeah. good. That was good. But yeah, I've, I've actually, I've really enjoyed this episode. I, I did. I think I said that for every episode. And you but, know why? It's because I don't expect anything to really be happening yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't. I think outdo ourselves each yeah, time. Yeah, I don't. Like, we, we, we kind of like plan it out, kind yeah. of. And I'm like, oh, so I don't know how, how this is going to yeah. go. Like, but every time we finish, I always feel yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Because we just, we have good conversations. Yeah, right? We do. We have Thought good conversations. conversations. Today, I learned quite a lot. Nice, man. Really appreciate good. that. Good. And hopefully you guys learned something too. Yeah. Hopefully we've been of some help. Yeah. And, you know, you're still here. Just mm-hmm. let us know. No, it's not. You know, say, comment. Uh, what was yeah. the comment? The I don't think we did one for the last two, actually. We haven't had one in a while. No, but for the last one, we wanted to oh, we asked know what, we asked what, the, yeah. what, what they want. Yeah, we'll get some results from board, that. Board, stakeholders, mm-hmm. shareholders. Yeah. I do like the board the most. The board is nice. The board is good. But yeah, so, you know, for still Because you guys are great. Leave a Thank like. Thank you for coming. Like, subscribe, comment. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you want to hear. Share. Let and me share. share. Tell Let a friend. people know this. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Ask them what they think mm-hmm. of the stuff we've talked about and stuff that we've said. Have, mm-hmm. have a little conversation within your own friendship about these points. Yeah. And make sure to make this a community thing. Mm. Talk about your biggest myth. Talk, like, talk about your biggest misconception and what happened when you got into the workplace. Yeah. Tell us what you uh, how you overcame them. Yeah, if Twitter and Insta's up and running, mm-hmm. let us know. Send a DM. Appreciate it. Thank but you for yeah. coming with us again. It's been great. Yeah. Peace. Signing off.